Welcome to Underqualified Thoughts, where two brothers-in-law have conversations stemming from their daily life. Expect nothing, everything, and anything. Is this going to be one of the most chaotic energy episodes we've ever done? It might be. Can you tell the people why? We are driving to our mother-in-law's house. I want to say this is not my idea. And as you might have noticed in the last episode, we were, as they say, crunched for time. Did we talk about that? Maybe we did. Um, they could probably tell just by the fact that I was rushing us at the end. <laughs> yeah, the fact that at the end that I was still processing and going through uh, what I was thinking, and you were just like, uh-huh, sure, yep, yep, cool, cool. yep, yep, <laughs> yep, gotta go. Hey, well, so, I mean, it was a really good conversation, I just did. We, we got to get these episodes in. I mean, we got 10 days left. That's right. Till, well, well, you don't know. Until a due date. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we could have one day left and she comes tomorrow. Anyway, so if you hear And by any, the way, what we're talking about is that the, my wife's the, the due date is 10 days Lily. from today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a question that came up last time. So I'm just going to ask some unrelated questions to the episode today that came up while we were talking last time that I forgot to ask. Does Pam listen to the podcast, or did you just send her that so one I, clip? So, I just sent her the clip. Okay. But I don't know if she actually When you... So, what we talked about last episode was the the random commercial that you just decided to make for the heck of it. And we should go ahead and talk about the random commercial I added in the last one. No. That <laughs> you don't know that we added. <laughs> because we just recorded the other one, obviously. <laughs> no, no. You're, you're, we're not doing this. Maybe we are. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we'll just set it up so that, you know, like, we can already tell brands that want to partner with us. Like, look, we already have our, hey, Andy, our what, listeners ready. what brand do you want this time? I don't know. It's some, not coffee. Something that I would actually enjoy to consume. I'll have to find use. some sort of, like, a thing you enjoy and make a commercial for it. Uh, yeah. You'll probably just make an ad, ad for LinkedIn, LinkedIn for this episode. I might. But, so, when you sent me that clip... Or the, you sent me some screenshots of text messages saying that's hilarious. I thought you were just talking about our episode. No. And I was like, Pam listens to our episodes? And that, that threw me for a loop. Yeah, no, Kendall sent, sent one of those and she listens to them. But Pam, she, she definitely... I, I don't know. We'll have to ask her. Well, if uh-huh. yeah, if we ask her, I'm assuming she'll listen to at least one. But I don't know if she's picked it up and listened to it thus far yeah i i can't i can't imagine that you know you have to be a very special person in our lives to listen to this sometimes are you saying she's not okay i mean like you're saying that you don't think that she's someone who frequently listens to podcasts or wants to spend her time listening to us she seems like she would be a podcast person i don't know i don't know that much i know to be fair for christmas i bought her uh wireless earbuds but you can't no, like no. Oh, 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 that's in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember last year <laughs> like I had <laughs> last year I had her for Secret Santa, and I got her wireless earbuds. I see. Uh, I'm gonna have to start editing this one too. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this, you gotta leave this chaos in, because without even noticing it, seamless transition. Talking about people who may or may not listen to our podcast. Have you told anyone outside of your immediate, our immediate friend circle that you're doing this? No. I for the first time I said the words. I am making a podcast. Wow. I felt I felt gross saying it. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, it felt that, that like I was doing the self promotion of like someone who has a personal brand, which obviously nothing against someone who has a personal brand. It just didn't feel, as you would say, authentic to me. Well, because it's new to you and it's just kind of something we're doing. 
It's yeah. not. It's again, th- these podcasts are probably what you'd call lacking in some intentionality, as we don't have like a formal outline. Some. I'm just trying to make it sound somewhat intentional. The intentionality here is us spending time together, learning about each other, and doing something fun that is something our kids can view in the future. Hopefully so. If they want to. Yeah. Jakes. I know, right? So, so speaking of people who may or may not listen, we were at one of... Oh, this is a long jump. So, Caitlin has friends from college, and one of her friends from college married a guy named Caesar, Cesar. And it was his birthday last week. So we are we go to his house for his birthday party, which was just like a bonfire in his backyard. And so we're there with majority of people I don't know, and then the few college friends of Caitlin who I've met before and I'm friends with. One of which was there at the night Caitlin and I met. So that was that was a that's a wild connection there. Hmm. But their names are Rebecca and Madison. And then the wife of Caesar, Cesar, is uh, Katie. So I told them all and sent them the link to the podcast. That's a big step. Too. I know. You I didn't have to make them look for it. You just sent No. So like I, I brought it up. I don't know how it came up, but I just was one of those moments where it was pretty clear cut of I can either avoid this thing that perfectly fits in this conversation, which is the fact that my brother-in-law are making a podcast, or I can say it and I said it, and it felt like, I was like, uh, 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 we have a podcast. Like, I definitely <laughs> didn't say it smoothly, but they got really excited. Are they listening um, to it? I don't know. Like, you know, I haven't, I don't have their phone numbers, so I haven't. Hey, guys, text, text me, me. 903-245-5505. Let me know if you're listening. Now you're just soliciting text messages from anyone <laughs> who might be listening. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, so Madison said she, which I had intuited this, which is one of the reasons I felt safe bringing it up. I intuited or maybe Caitlin had told me in the past that she is a person similar to Kendall who just enjoys listening to podcasts. Like, that's her thing. That's one of her hobbies is listening yeah. to podcasts. So I was like, hey, just throwing it out there. We have a podcast. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if they're listening. I was looking at that in our analytics. I can't. You can't... Whatever website we're going through, at least I haven't figured it out yet. It doesn't seem pretty clear. No, it's you not, definitely it's can't not see. Specific. There's no comment section, which is now why you're just slinging around your phone number <laughs> to get feedback from someone somehow. But there's also no, like it has something where it tries to guess how many followers we have. But I, I was thinking that in Spotify, because you can subscribe to a podcast, we could see how many people have subscribed and that there's not really yeah. something for that. So we have no clue who's really listening to us. That's why we should have them text a hotline or something or or the reason I'm bringing all this up is because now I have done the uncomfortable the the marketing the first truly the first marketing of our podcast and by the way when I said it I didn't just say underqualified thoughts I said I said it so fast I was like the underqualified thoughts podcast which (laughs) was funny because in the intro you say underqualified thoughts because I pointed out that it was too wordy, and what was funny was in the moment, I didn't remember that, and I just said it, and it sounded really wordy. But they were complimentary. Rebecca was like, oh, that's a really good name. I was like, thank you. I needed that validation. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so the reason I bring all this up is because I asked you the other day, and the theme of today's episode is we've joked about this topic, and anyone who has interacted with you at all in the last month or two 
knows that your number one hobby is LinkedIn. Oh, okay, so... LinkedIn content creation, and I am over here hearing you listen and talk listen to you say about how it's important to be authentic how it's important to to share yourself with the world and you have not told your linkedin network about this podcast okay when i asked you why you said it's not good enough it's not you're not ready to share it with the world if we're going to do that we need to we need to come to this podcast with a bulleted outline no, uh, that's right. No, no, no. We do, this isn't LinkedIn. We don't need we we don't need one sentence paragraphs all the way down our posts with emojis. No, I, I I think the last two or three episodes we've created have actually been pretty good. So good enough. A, as we develop, I certainly don't mind um, throwing it out there. But for the same reason, it's for the same reason you say that I can't include any video or photos of you without your consent. <laughs> You know, some things need to be polished before we share it with the world. Well, that's the whole point. You've done the polishing and you've posted it to the world. Someone from your from yeah. LinkedIn or who you know, like our friends who are listening to it, can find this. And strangers can find this. I suppose they can. Um, yeah, but I just think, you know, it, it'll take some time. I think the first ten episodes will be... Ten? Yeah, the first ten will will take some some of the the edges off of it and give us a good a good product, and then once we do that, then marketing will be a little bit easier. Maybe, um, maybe I just underestimate. I would, if I want someone listening to this podcast, and obviously if we do this for a year or two, and we really enjoy it, and this becomes like our main hobby, and this is like something that we really go for. That's a different story. But right now, it feels like if you are listening to this podcast, you got to know. You've got to you gotta hear every episode. Yeah, otherwise it'll be too disconnected. Yes. And maybe we get to a point, like obviously we get to a point, you know, when you have two years of content, I don't expect someone to binge our entire podcast library. It feels now if we're going to, if we're going to show it to someone, show it to them early so they can see, like be there from day one, you know? Yeah. That way, the end of the story. And you know, in the future, maybe there is like a a good setup where it's a clear distinction from episode to episode. Like the title of the episode is today we're talking about um, like our finances and how that's worked over the past three years. Um, you or know, like a really topic. clear, yeah, like a really clear topic. Um, right now, like the episode titles pretty much give away exactly like this is what we're doing. We're just well. I mean, to be fair, we've kind of built in a rhythm of that we just have banter about random topics for the first 10 yeah, to 15 10 minutes, minutes yeah. and then we have something good to talk about maybe we'll get better at that because I felt like I could have talked for an once we started talking I felt like we could have talked for an hour about the topic that I was being interviewed about last episode oh, yeah. but that was because one I didn't prepare my thoughts ahead of time and two we are tight for time which is why I'm sure you can hear all of the <laughs> background noise of us driving to our in-laws house yep you know, it is what it is. It's better than being late because family matters. Uh, I'm very comfortable with being late, not just in family circumstances, not but comfortable with being late circumstances. I made Andy get in the car and go early. Yeah. Oh, it's also, it's not just... I love Pam's late. coffee. You're Everyone who drinks it says it's amazing. I love things that are meta. Like, I find it really entertaining. Yeah. Which and is so, I would absolutely love to create the meta of Pam's coffee. Of like, the, I couldn't the car seat in the allow myself to not like Pam's coffee. turn signal and everything the chaos that's going on complete, this person who's walking on the road 
Complete is always better than perfect, in my opinion. This man's just walking on the road. What? There's, I mean, there's no what side of that. He's cooking hit by a car. That's what well, that's I don't understand. Wrong. We're in the country. Yeah, we're right. in the, we are in the middle of nowhere. 10 to 15 minute mark. Here All we right. go. All right. Well, I don't, no, 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 no. I'm the interviewee here. That's right. Or is it interviewer? Interviewer. You're the interviewee. Right. That's right. Um. So all of that banter, which we could have had a seamless transition, and then we just, you know, talk nonsense for a little bit, which is kind of our MO at this point. Maybe we'll get better at that. Is this is your episode to talk about LinkedIn. And I don't really have an opening question because I know you have like opening remarks. I like have if this points. If this was a speech, like you would give your opening remarks. So I know I don't even and then I'm just gonna ask you questions based off of that. So all right. Give so, me your one sentence paragraphs with the emojis. <laughs> okay, I can't I can't speak like that. But I will say this this whole thing he called it a hobby, the LinkedIn hobby. It's not really a hobby, it's an engine. Is it more for than me? That? For, for me it's purely an engine to to find a way to exit, transition, whatever the right word is, from education into um, the corporate world and do so while I'm still in my own job. Um, so the, pro- the problem right now is, and we talked on it a little bit, we like technically could try to make it where I could just leave my job and McKamey works at her job for the next eight, seven months. Um, but in seven months, we're having our child, um, yet to be named, no idea. Um, yeah, text him. Text him name ideas. <laughs> no. And um, anyway, so the problem is uh, I always believe in, like, I want to keep my job until I really absolutely have to leave. And right now, I'm still I'm still relatively content with my job. It's mostly just I know there's better things out there that I can apply myself to and be valued for doing. And so I'm hands down willing to let go of education and the entire um, concept of do it for the kids. That's that's something that I highly disagree with. Um, it still is a job that adults are working in and have to pay and feed for their families. Um, so while I do my work for kids, it's not always for the kids. So LinkedIn for me is the engine. Now that's, you can totally have multiple reasons for doing something, but I am floored that the first reason you did not say is a time capsule. That's like the main thing that you have been saying this whole time is that it's a time capsule journal for you. Mm, I don't know if I've said it every single time. Every single time I've been around. I don't know if you said it every time to every person. I don't know if I could equate which one is more valuable at the moment. Um, I would say, so the time capsule idea is definitely solid, but time I mean, capsule... I can hear the windows rolling down right now. Yeah. Time, <laughs> time capsule is also like, it's a good opportunity to journal the thoughts and see how people interact with them for the sake of again, engine, so that LinkedIn might be able to provide opportunities, um, or really opportunities will arise, is a better way of saying it, um, for a future career. You said you had three points. Oh, I was kidding. I was no. Kidding. So, basically, you see LinkedIn as a, a means to an end, sounds pretty crude, but you're, you're using it as a tool to explore the options that you have so that you can find a career that you enjoy that will allow you to move away from teaching. Yeah. And I think means to an end. Yeah. It's a little bit, a little bit crude, but in essence, yes. Now that being said, I won't, I mean, 
my my goal isn't to get on that thing and then leave once I get into that was my next question no yeah I'll definitely still stick on it because there's so many opportunities out there to connect with people and help them find a career where they are um are valued I've already found that even this past week I had a great conversation with um his name is Charles um super enlightening guy um we're very like-minded in the sense that we want to be a part of a company and he's already a part of a company um but a part of a company that values humans over everything else and um that's like fundamentally if i could ever like pinpoint a dream job it would be work in a place where i'm valued um above the bottom line and where they look for opportunities to constantly be um helping other people enter that organization now the questions that are coming to my mind that would naturally progress from there are not related to LinkedIn. Do you want me to keep this on this LinkedIn topic or do you just want to talk about your, your desire to transition careers as well? Uh, you could just do the transition and then I'll, I'll just use LinkedIn as a <laughs> Just tool. continue to be like LinkedIn this, LinkedIn that. This, which, is, this is how. Yeah. By the way, uh, not not a sponsor, but they could be a sponsor. We would, we would <laughs> happily take their money. That's so funny. To put an ad read in for them. The, the Just a natural question. I asked this because, or that comes to mind, I think I might have asked you this before, is because when you talk about what's ideal for you, it's pretty vague. You know, you say things, not vague as in like, vague as in what your job would actually be. You're, you're talking like, hey, I just want to work for a company that values me, values humans. And that is a lot of, com- that could be a lot of companies to do a lot of different things. Yeah. So is there like, is there just a desire to move away from teaching and to get an organization like that? Or is there a specific role that you're interested in? So um, the the specific answer I should give is always customer success is my like destiny. Anytime I talk to anyone and it's like looking to hire, it's every single time customer success um, because I can provide meaningful relationship with customers that will help secure them to the company, retain them, and whatever product they're using now and reduce churn. Um, now, that that's like that specific conversation I'd have with an interviewer or a recruiter, purely because they are looking for a precise answer. That, a concise answer? Precise or concise Both. answer. Both. Um, that will help them understand like where my thoughts are on the um, on the whole topic. If I just say like blindly, oh, I just want to work for a great company, they'll be like, they're well, like, yeah, so do we. So does so does everyone else in the world. Um, but in transparency, if they're I'd be like, okay, so what do you think about this or this role? Or hey, there's this opportunity that you seem like you'd be great at. I would respond and say, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't really mind what the role is. As long as my skills align with that job um, and personality fits into that role. Um, If there's something way left field, like be a software developer, I'm probably going to be like, yeah, I don't have the skills. And that's definitely not within my area. But if they were to say, hey, we have a recruiting job, um, I'd be like, absolutely. You're still working with people to reduce the amount of attrition in your company. Um, HR, which I would prefer to call them people teams now. And so, yeah, the broad, the broad strokes, you know, the 30,000 foot view would be like really anything working with people, HR, uh, or customer success would be where I'd want to fall. But then I'll target specific groups depending on who I'm talking to. Would you do sales? 
So I've, I actually thought about it yesterday after I talked with Charles. Charles works in sales and um, as an account manager. And I was, I actually gave it a thought. I was like, I think there's several ways of doing sales, not necessarily just the biggest active, um, active voice, like extroverted person in the world. Um, mm-hmm. I think because every person you talk to is, you know, they're not always just the exact same as you in terms of your vocalization of how you present an object. Sorry, I got caught staring at this cat. He's staring at us. We're now sitting in the driveway of our in-laws house finishing up this episode. It's big. Huge. You're starting to sound like Scott Lewis. Uh, Sorry, dude. Eventually, we'll stop using people's last names. Hmm. The, yeah, the reason I asked sales is because I feel like that is the, that is the stereotypical, like, you like people, you need an entry-level job. Come do sales. Yeah, come do sales. But obviously, there's a lot of sales roles that are bad where, you know, it's mm-hmm. the stereotypical. They send you on the road. You have your yep. territory and, you know, you just you just keep cold calling people and knocking on doors until you get them to say yes. Yeah. And then there's, the you know, the companies that have a more nuanced approach where you treat it like you have a relationship with the person. And they're not just providing you value in the sense of you're getting their money, but you're providing them value and you're not just selling your product to anyone and everyone you're you've found your target market who you're looking to add value to yep so talk to me about these linkedin posts where you are making your own graphics for it because is that that's your thing now it seems like yeah at least this week it has been uh, this week yeah this week past week i was looking into like how do you um value humans and there's like seven components that i'm mapping out over the course of this entire week um you just said, how do I go about doing that? Yeah, how did you or go about why? So I have a background. I ha- In the two marketing internships I had, social media was a component for it. Hmm. And I've always found social media really difficult to do for a company because hmm. it's either like I worked for a furniture retail, retail company. So the social media for them was pictures of like you know stage living rooms and you know random stuff like that or you'd be making you know anytime you see you know uh social media for a church or for some religious organization it's just like this aesthetic picture with like scripture like in the in the foreground and when i see yours i have a hard time not just looking at it like this looks like a company's social media page that's so funny um no i guess I guess I do believe in personal branding, which is a really hot topic. If you wanted to like, some people will be like super, wow, you're a narcissist. And then others will be like, that's, that's a really good idea because the future is personal branding. <laughs> and, and, and you would say, if they say you're a narcissist and you'll be like, yeah. And so are you like we all are. <laughs> yeah. In some way or form. Um, but no, I do believe that again, if visibility is the key on LinkedIn so that they see you more and and you're building up connections with people and they recognize you every single time for what you create, um, you really should almost pretend like it's a company and you're just trying to hold to the brand so that people visibly see who you are every time. And for me, my two main components that I'm using, which I really should narrow down to one, but I love both components. Um, My one component is the rocket ship. Um, I absolutely love that emoji. And huge emoji if you could trademark that emoji you would find a way to do it i would and and then two uh would be like gradient colors specifically blue to like a rose orange to rose and 
like a it's like a like a light green to rose. I can't um, believe that you put this much thought into it. No, I really. I mean, I'm anyway. So and then the backgrounds. Uh, if you're like have a, a a code book of like how your brand would operate, would be it's um, black with like uh, organized stars for thoughts that are singular, and then unorganized stars for thoughts that are plural. Do you? So, do you, well first just like kind of like a. A super basic question. Do you think anyone's going to notice? I have no idea. And second, (laughs) like, I'm assuming you're, are you doing that because you think that, that, that helps you? Like that aesthetic helps you think more clearly or helps you like stay focused and on topic and on task? Or is it genuinely just like you're building your personal brand? And when someone asks you about it, it's like one of those things. It's like, it's been there the whole time and you just (laughs) didn't see it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know. I think I think the first one, yeah, like it is kind of a. I like having all the ducks in a row when it comes to the graphics. Like this week, the project that I'm working on is. It, I think it goes like the little slides I have every day. It's, um, uh, let's see, I forget how I wrote it. Humans can be valued through, insert whatever it is, and then it's like just a colorful orb or like kind An of amorphous blob, amorphous blob in the middle of a organized star chart thing and every day i'm doing that and then at the end of the week i'm just going to put all of those together and those are going to be like organized puzzle together with like a unorganized star chart and it'll be like here's how you value humans now like the seven ways that i believe this can be defined it's going to be epic and you know what's amazing is like i'm getting this news ahead of time but you listeners which wow i acknowledge that they're there that's great that's big for me um, they're going to get that like, you know, a week and a half after and they'll just be, and you'll look at it and you'll be like, didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't have told you, that, couldn't even told you that was there. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I just like the, the compactness of the thing and like having the graphic design and words put together that, I mean, it, it means something to me. Um, for other people. Yeah. Like if, if a recruiter recognizes like that's clearly what he's doing and wanting to build a brand for himself and like people know who he is based on like a rocket ship emoji on a post. Um, that's, that's really big. If that's going to come to fruition, like we'll see. Um, if not, yeah, that's like, if someone's really into it, they could see it and pick it apart. But I think at the end of the day, there's, there'll be more of a general understanding of when you open your LinkedIn feed, it's like, Oh, I like without even looking, you're like, Oh, that's probably Caleb's post. Well, in like, in like half of marketing anyway is like subconscious. I mean, you look at like a generic thing you're like, that's probably Apple. Yeah, or like anytime I see, you know, red and yellow together, yeah. I'm just like McDonald's yeah. or, you know, one yeah. of the... Yeah, Any, anytime I see purple and yellow, I see um, the Louisiana team. Uh, what is it? LSU? Yeah, LSU. That's, like you couldn't even remember. No, I couldn't because I don't, I don't like that team. But every <laughs> whoa, single time. Whoa, whoa. Make your allegiance known. <laughs> I have none. You, you just don't like them? Yeah, I just don't. I, I hate the color scheme. Really? That's the only reason. Wow. That's honestly, that that's the most you thing you could have said to show like how little. Uh, that's why I was shocked that you said you didn't like them. I didn't think you like sports enough to not like a team, and then just to come find out that's because of their color wave. Yeah, no, they're they're purely. I don't like that color. Uh, it's funny. it's complementary colors, and it's just too. Uh, two thousand four. <laughs> I said that one time in the classroom, and to prove myself, I went and looked up. I typed in two thousand four pictures. I literally found that color combo in 2004 picture. So you got lucky. You found one picture. I don't know. 
Oh, no, it's um, the vibrant colors from today. I want you, before we leave, before we end this, pull up your LinkedIn app. Can you see how many impressions you've created? Or can you only do that on the desktop? Um, I wish I had thought to ask you on the desktop. Because I looked, I made one post, what, two weeks ago at this point? Maybe one week ago? And whenever I log in now, it feeds me the data. Like on the top left, when I go to the home page, it says, like, you know, a hundred or so people have viewed your account. Like year? Uh, I don't know. I Like basically, the- since I made the post, something like, you know, it has your profile picture on the left. It has your little whatever bio that you put about yourself that like one liner. Yeah. And then it tells me like roughly a hundred people have viewed my profile and like however many impressions I've made. Yeah, mine says... Which because the reason I want to ask is because you post every single day and I can't imagine how high it is. Like I posted one time and I was at like a thousand impressions. Yeah. I, which is ridiculous. Um, I can't imagine how high you're at. It's, it's actually not as high as you'd think. There's like one post that went like bananas on someone. Um, but for the year, which I've only been posting for like Two months, a month and a half. That's that's up to you, man. Um, Yeah, it would be, I guess, forty five hundred impressions. No, that's forty five thousand. That's a lot. Sorry, forty five thousand. I don't really do the math thing. Um, You're reading a number off a screen. I was, I was thinking, Um, but but that there was like a little a peak on like in the middle of October that was going absolutely nuts. Yeah, but let's see that if you change it to. You have the exact number, same yeah, yeah, number for the past the 90 days. Honestly, or, it's actually September 20 that I started this whole thing. Let's see, the past... Yeah, you have the pretty much the exact same metrics for a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, you... It, it, I'm just looking now at the percentages, like percentage uh, increase. Like, that is a lot. Obviously, you went from nothing to... To something. To literally every single day and multiple times, two to three times a day. Again, it's an engine. It's a means to an end. And once I get to the end, I want to continue helping other people find an end for themselves. Um, so you want to be helped so that you can't help? In a way, yeah, yeah. That's a good way of saying it. I've already been working to get um, two people now on LinkedIn that weren't there before. Name drop, Brittany. Ooh. And um, one of my teacher friends. That Well, Brittany's a teacher as well. Both of them are teachers, and they're trying to exit education. And so, you also got, I saw Jeremiah's post. You've encouraged him over a Texas Roadhouse dinner oh, to start posting. True. true. And and you posted, I posted one, one time. I posted one time. Wow, that, that, that was big, though. I posted one time. Yeah. So, you know, one post at a time, and I'm excited to announce <laughs> One a... post at a time equals one person at a time. <laughs> no, I can no. hear that post writing itself. Yeah. But I enjoy it. It's actually fun to write. I think I get clarity of mind through writing. That's a th- I get clarity of mind through writing too, but it just, I don't know why. Just doing it on LinkedIn doesn't click. I've thought about making a post since then, and I've just been like, but why? Yeah. Or my See, network is, a lot of my network is, because, so when I first got my job, after I got the job, they were like, either delete your LinkedIn or completely strip it down. Because in the financial services industry, poaching is a big thing. Like, Mm. as soon as we get licensed, someone wants to poach us to their firm. So my firm, UBS, was trying to make it so that we couldn't get poached easily. So there's a huge gap in my career or in my life where it's like, I had LinkedIn in college. And so I have a bunch of people who, honestly, I look at them. Obviously, there's a lot of women who've changed their last names. 
And then even some guys where I'm like, I don't know who you are. Hmm. Like literally, yeah. who are you? And then I have some people now that I've gotten back on from my past jobs that I, I've added, but I don't feel connected to the network there. Yeah. Like I don't, I feel like, you know, whatever I have like 300 or some connections and I feel like there's probably less than 50 that I know and would have like a conversation with. And that's why I'm like, why am I posting here? Hmm. See, I felt that way back when I had Facebook and like Instagram. Um, I felt the same way. I was like, why am I put like, I have no need, but now I have a need and I see opportunity through it. So it's good. Just want to point out the fact that we've gone over a half hour and you were totally content with that because we were talking about LinkedIn. Um, well, there's no one, there's <laughs> he no goes, one here yet. I say that he feels attacked <laughs> immediately turns uh, his head over both shoulders. Like what, what, what's happening? <laughs> and your last episode went to 35. Did it and really? we're at 32 right now. Oh, and, and Momo's pulling up right Perfect now. Perfect timing. Which, by the way, can you say Momo now? Momo? Better. We, we both couldn't say it when we first learned it. Can you yeah. say orange now? Orange. Much better. You say orange. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Ta-ta.